Somerset Isles, A Visitor's Guide, by Runilstir, the Surveyor. Fairly met, travelers. You now count yourselves among the privileged few mainlanders to set foot in Altmary lands. Was the crisp air and vibrant color of the blue divide everything you'd imagined? If you had the luxury of crossing it upon one of our ships, I have no doubt it was the smoothest sailing of your lives. Consider it merely the first courtesy and comfort of the many in your visit to the Isles. Let the warmth of our sun and the scent of sweet blossoms greet you as you leave the cool waters of the Cape behind you. Try not to be intimidated by the bustle of the Volkel Guard. The townsfolk are well accustomed to dealing with mainlanders who come bearing goods. If they have the patience for dealing with sailors, as they do, rest assured they will not be put out by polite guests such as yourselves. Avail yourselves of the sumptuous accommodations of its inns and try local fare. You will find no equal to it in Tamriel. Altmary hospitality is an art, like all of our pursuits, that has been honored for thousands of years and honed. You find yourself overwhelmed by such enriching experiences, but ease your mind. The Isles are a place of harmony, and you will find your equilibrium by letting its natural tranquility guide you. The Sapiarchs ensure that each element, from the tallest tree to the shortest blade of grass, is in perfect balance. It would be best not to wander too far and disrupt the usual serenity, but if you head north from Volkel Guard, you'll find the South Beacon Lighthouse, a charming structure that guides our Royal Navy safely through the night. The cliff that is built upon provides a lovely view of the Holy Isle of Somerset. On a particularly clear day, you can see the town of Shimmering busily ferrying goods and citizens to and from Oridon. You may be tempted to ascend the lighthouse for a better view, but please refrain from disturbing the attendants. Allow me to speak of all Altmer when I say that we hope that partaking in our culture has been an elucidating experience. I hope that your time in Volkhill Guard provides you some memories to last a lifetime. Don't forget, any stay longer than five days must be approved by the authorities or you may find your visit cut unexpectedly short. Safe travels back to Tamriel, approved for distribution by the Divine Prosecution. Varieties of Faith, the High Elves Varieties of Faith in Tamriel, the High Elves by Brother Michael Carcuxor of the Imperial College. The Eight. Though few Altmer outside the Empire accept limitation of divines to eight. Oriel, King of the Altmer. The elven Akatosh is Oriel. Oriel is the soul of Anuel, who, in turn, is the soul of Anu, the everything. He is the chief of most Altmeri pantheons. Most Altmeri and Bosmeri claim direct descent from Oriel. In his only known moment of weakness, he agreed to take part in the creation of the mortal plane, that act which forever sundered the elves from the spirit worlds of eternity. 
To make up for it, Oriel led original Aldmer against the armies of Lorcan in mythic times, vanquishing that tyrant and establishing the first kingdoms of the Altmer, Altmora and Old Elnafe. He then ascended to heaven in full observance of his followers so that they might learn the steps needed to escape the mortal plane. Magnus, or Magus, the god of sorcery. Magnus withdrew from the creation of the world at the last second, though it cost him dearly. What is left of him on the world is felt and controlled by mortals as magic. One story says that while the idea was thought up by Lorcan, it was Magnus who created the schematics and diagrams needed to construct the mortal plane. He is sometimes represented as by, <laughs> by an astrolab, a telescope, or more commonly, a staff. Trinimac. Strong god of the early Aldmer, in some places more popular than Oriel, he was a warrior of spirit of the original elven tribes that led armies against the men. Boethia is said to have assumed his shape. In some stories, he even eats Trinimac so that he could convince a throng of Aldmer to listen to him, which led to their eventual Chimeri conversion. Trinimac vanishes from the mythic stage after this to return as the dread Malakath. Altmeri propaganda portrays this as dangers of Dunmeri influence. Ifre, god of the forest. While Oriel, time dragon, might be the king of the gods, Ifre is revered as the spirit of the now. According to the elves, after the creation of the mortal plane, everything was in chaos. The first mortals were, were turning into plants and animals and back again. Then Ifre transformed himself into the first of El Nefe, or Earth Bones. After these laws of nature were established, mortals had a semblance of safety in the new world because they, couldn't fi they could finally understand it. Xarxes. Xarxes is the god of ancestry and secret knowledge. He began a scribe to Oriel and has kept track of all the Aldmeri accomplishments, large and small, since the beginning of time. He created his wife, Ogma, from his favorite moments in history. Mara, goddess of love, nearly universal goddess, origin started in mythic times as a fertility goddess. She is sometimes associated with Nur, of the Anuad. She is sometimes associated with Nur of the Anuad, the female principle of the cosmos that gave birth to creation. For the Altmer, she is the wife of Oriel. Stendar, god of mercy, god of compassion and righteous rule. In, er in early Altmeri legends, Stendar is the apologist of men. Sirabanye, warlock's god. An Aldmeri god ancestor of magic, Sirabanye aided Bendu Olo in the fall of the Slode. 
Through judicious use of his magical ring, Sirabanye saved many from the scourge of the Thracian plague. He is also called the Apprentice's God, for he is a favorite of the younger member of the Mage's Guild. Additional deities with significant Altmer cults. Finaster, hero god of the Somerset Isles, who taught the Altmer how to naturally live how to naturally live another hundred years by using shorter walking stride. Lorcan, the missing god. This creator-trickster-tester deity is in every Tamrielic mythic tradition. His most popular name is the Aldmeri Lorcan, or Doom Drum. He convinced or contrived the original spirits to bring about the creation of the mortal plane upsetting the status quo, much like his father, Padme, had introduced instability into the universe in the beginning place. After the world is materialized, Lorcan is separated from his divine center, sometimes involuntarily, and wonders the creation of the Etada. He and his metaphysical placement in the scheme of things is interpreted in a variety of ways. To the High Elves, he is the most unholy of all higher powers, as he forever broke their connection to the spirit plane. In the legends, he is almost always an enemy of the Aldmer, and therefore a hero of early mankind. House of Reveries, The Audition, a primer for hopeful recruits by Quill, House of Reveries archivist. So, you wish to join in our reveries, my dear heart? I'm afraid it's not quite as simple as processing a mere resolve or paying some modest dues. No, we have quite the indoctrination process. But you've memorized your lines and sang your parts, haven't you? You've honed your skill, whether it be the daring talent of swallowing swords or the intricate movements of a dance. And so it's time for you to audition. We announce open auditions every season, which last for a scant few weeks. You simply need to find the courage to hop up on stage and impress us with your talent. One of the players of our troupe will speak to you after your dazzling performance and tell you if you're worthy to become one of the hopefuls. If not, better luck next season. Now, let's not confuse a hopeful for anything more than what it is. As a hopeful, you're permitted to enter the manner of masks, the manner of masks, in order to hone your craft and learn from the best. We shall even present you with a mask of your very own, as well as a new name. But you haven't joined the House of Reveries just yet, dear heart. No, this is only the first step of your path, for all hopefuls must pass the final audition. Though this may be a harrowing journey, you'll not travel it alone. A mentor guides all hopefuls, a senior member of the troupe, who helps prepare you for that oh-so-important final audition, this mentor serves as a fountain of wisdom from which you may drink. Take their words to heart and follow their example. Your mentor is key to entering into our troop. It's not merely enough to learn the steps and memorize the words. Within, you must burn the passion of a true artist. You must burn the passion of a true artist. All right? Your mentor can kindle the flame, but it's up to you to stoke it into the raging fire that it must become. <laughs> must be, right? 
Um, your fellow hopefuls will not... Uh, your fellow hopefuls will be your steadfast companions during this time. And you are fully encouraged to befriend them. After all, these may soon be your fellow players. Let not fear or jealousy sink to your bitterness. For you do not compete for a single spot. There have been seasons where every hopeful was invited was invited join and there have been seasons where all were rejected but you will have to rely on your own talent during the final audition depend not on the mistakes of others but be wary of your own though i tell you to befriend your fellow hopefuls always remember that your identity is no longer your own you are expected to wear your mask at all times and never speak your old name this is the beginning of your training. After all, you must act as a current member of our troop, and that means beginning your life of privacy and intrigue. Your old name should only be known to yourself, your mentor, and the Grand Maestro. And then it should be forgotten. The final audition comes upon you quicker than you should imagine. Here you stand before the Grand Maestro, the ringleader of our merry circus, the conductor of our great symphony, the director of this play of reveries. The Grand Maestro shall, de shall decide your ultimate fate. Your final performance must be the greatest show of renown, of desire, of expertise that you have ever demonstrated. Everything, your entire being, must fill this performance, and that is when we'll know if you're ready, dear heart. This is when we'll finally know if you're willing to cast aside everything, your name, your family, your entire life, and join us as a member of the House of Reveries. Renide's Journal, Ninth of Morning Star. Liradil has grown more distant as of late. For someone who has been by my side since birth, he's now almost a stranger to me. His interest in our lessons has waned, and for hours he'll go out by himself. He simply tells me he's going for a walk to clear his mind, but I don't believe that's the case. Perhaps my worries are unfounded. He could be training alone, after all. And I know his magic exceeds mine, and it could simply be he's grown bored of our shared lessons. I always thought myself the one in need of solitude, but here I am, mourning the loss of his company. I'll try to talk to him again tonight. Sixteenth of First Seed I never thought an acting troupe would be so disruptive to my personal studies. But our once peaceful town has been thrown into chaos with their arrival. Day and night, their caravan is surrounded by a crowd. The noise is enough to drive one mad. Worst of all, my brother couldn't be more excited. All he seems to talk about now is their parlor tricks and trite plays. It's downright common for me to catch him holding conversation with one of the actors. I know my brother is far more gregarious than I, but there simply must be limits. I keep telling myself this will soon end. 
They're a novelty, a passing one at that. As soon as they leave town, my brother will return to his studies. I'm sure of it. Second of Rain's Hand. Never has my brother shocked me so. I'm near tears with the indignity of it all. I truly am. I loathe to write such events, but there's no denying my brother's embarrassing actions. Tonight, Liradel came home from studies, reeking of alcohol and perfume. I have no idea what manner of company he was with beforehand, nor do I want to know. Never before has he displayed such ludicrous behavior. It was all that I could do to even look at his face, covered in shame and smeared with lip paint. He was more remorseful. He was remorseful, of course. Told me that he realized the repercussions of his actions and how unacceptable they were. Still, my trust in him wanes even more. First he secludes himself, then he makes friends with Riff Raff. And now this. I fear I'm losing the brother I once knew. Ninth of Midyear. Today I received the most wondrous news. I barely know how to write about it. Even now my fingers tremble with excitement. So much I can barely even hold my quill. All of our hard work, researching and practicing, all of it has led to this moment. The Sapiarchs have accepted us both as assistants. I'm to aid the Sapiarch of Artifice, and Liradil has been accepted by the Sapiarch of Thaumaturgy. I could near cry from happiness. I was so worried that only one of us would be accepted, and the other would be left behind. I couldn't bear the thought of parting with my dear brother, but now we don't have to. We can remain together as it has always been. Liradel was shocked when he heard the news. I see that now. At first I thought it was something akin to fear, but that's just silly. What reason would he have to be frightened? No. It must just be surprise, apprehension over such a great honor being bestowed upon us. This is good. I've tried to not mind it, but Liradil has been so distant as of late. I understand why he's chosen to live apart from me to conduct his own research. After all, I've always feared I would hold him back. But when we do meet, well... Sometimes I barely recognize him. It's as if he's wearing a mask when we're together even now. I can feel my chest tightening at the thought. No, I must not think such thoughts. Soon we'll be happy in Melandril, studying together once more. I'll finally be able to catch up, be his equal once more. Never has such a happy day come. I can finally be with my brother again. 